You're listening to the International Moving Podcast, your guide to moving to another country, brought to you by SDC International Shipping, LA's finest. An international move is exciting. It's a time to start over, establish a new business maybe, reestablish family ties, or retire where your budget will do more for you. Please enjoy today's episode, and if you have any questions about your international move, give us a call at 888-779-3962. That's 888-779-3962. Hey everyone, this is Jim for SDC International Shipping. Thanks for joining me. You are listening to the International Moving Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about moving, relocating anywhere in the world. We talk about the pros and cons of different types of services done for you, do it yourself. We talk about worldwide moving, moving tips. Our website, sdcinternationalshipping.com, if you haven't been there, has a wealth of information based upon different topics, how to do certain things, how to get more information. Also, we have people live on our website. We have live chat available. You can get a free quote for where you're moving from to where you're moving to. We also have a number if you want to talk to someone live. That's 877-339-0267. We have multiple ways for you to contact us. And we do that because we realize some people are more comfortable maybe chatting online. Other people want to go through a simple contact form. Other people want to quote right away. And some people would rather talk to someone live. It's all available there for you at sdcinternationalshipping.com. Now today, I want to talk a little bit about some of the best Australian cities for expats. And so, as you know, if you've listened to this podcast before, the expat movement has been growing seemingly exponentially over the years. More people are relocating today. The process is easier than it's ever been before. Time and technology combined have really made the international moving experience, I don't want to say easy because there's a lot of moving parts to it, but when you have a company like SDC International Shipping, for example, working with you, then you have a guide, someone to guide you through the whole process. In other words, you don't have to figure out everything yourself or talk to a dozen or more different resources in order to get a complete picture of what you need how these pieces fit together, from the very beginning, you will be connected with a specialist based on the destination country that you're relocating to, and they can guide you through the whole process. It makes life so much easier. SDC International Shipping focuses and specializes on the moving experience, your experience. We understand that every move is unique, and so we don't have a one-size-fits-all type of approach to this, every package, every every person's move is unique. Now, we've talked about Australia before as being a top destination. Australia is an incredible country. It has beautiful landscapes. There are vibrant, thriving cities there. They have a very high quality of life, and it is becoming an, an increasingly desired destination for expatriates looking for new horizons. And so today we're going to look into some of the top cities in Australia, also known as the land down under, 
And these locations are capturing the interest of expats from around the world, not just here in the United States. We'll look into the unique features and attractions of some of these cities, and you'll start to see why they are such appealing choices for people looking to make a life-changing move. Australia does have an appeal of its own. The more I look into it, the more I understand it. Like I said, we talked about this probably two episodes ago, just the appeal of Australia, some of the basics about it. But number one, Australia can be considered at this point a global melting pot. It is definitely a multicultural type of society with people from all corners of the world living together. In that way, it kind of reminds me of the United States, more kind of sort of like the United States of the past. And what I mean by that is when I think about the New York of old, right away I think about Little Italy, I think about Chinatown, and how people enjoyed just that multicultural type of experience. I say enjoyed in the past tense because Little Italy is not really there anymore. My family came over through Ellis Island, both sides of my family came from Italy, and Italians like the Irish before them who came over to the United States more or less integrated into, I don't know if Americanism is the right way to put it, but a lot of the cultural things uh, were left in the past, were left in the old country. And so if you compare, for example, an Italian-American today with an Italian that recently comes over, I've met several of them. The cultural backgrounds, everything is, is different from what it was. And so, but a lot of countries maintain certain sections. I know even where I grew up in New Jersey, there were certain areas like that, a Portuguese area that we would go to. And a lot of times we went to these different areas, the uh, like a Chinatown or a Little Italy or the Portuguese section because the food from these different cultures were just incredible and you could only get them if you went into these certain areas. Florida is kind of still like that today. There's different areas where we have a Hungarian population, a Russian population, and, and so on. But Australia is very much like that where you have people from all around the world. The country has a very rich history and it also offers people a very high quality of life. Australia is consistently ranked high in the Global Quality of Life Indexes, has one of the highest standards of living in the world. The cities are equipped with top-notch healthcare, a great education system and infrastructure, ensuring that expats and their families can thrive there. So beyond the urban side of things, Australia also offers a lot of natural beauty, if you've seen the documentaries, if you have Netflix, you probably know what I'm talking about. And from the pristine beaches to the lush forests, it really is inviting uh, different types of people with different types of lifestyles. And all of that is combined together. Also, at least as of this recording, Australia enjoys a robust economy. There are still opportunities there, according to expats recently relocated there. They have jo job prospects seem very good in various industries, including healthcare, engineering, and information technology. They have a strong currency. They have competitive wages. And so if you look at the country overall, it does present a very attractive proposition for those looking to do things like advance their careers, 
and their financial prospects. Okay, let's start with number one. The number one city is Sydney. Sydney is considered to be the iconic metropolis of Australia. And so as we look at these different destinations, let's start with this. Sydney is renowned for uh, several things. Number one, it is considered to be a cultural treasure of all, the cultural treasure of Australia. There are many economic opportunities there, and it does make a very compelling choice if you're looking to relocate. It is also known as the City of Icons. City, uh, Sydney stands as the capital of New South Wales, has many historic landmarks that if you're a history buff, you'll love the time that you spend there. It's known for places like the Sydney Opera House, the Sydney Harbour Bridge. All of these are considered to be architectural marvels. And even if you don't aren't into that kind of thing, you'll definitely appreciate it when you see it. Even seeing the pictures, I know sometimes it's different seeing something in a photo and actually being there, but you can actually see that this is the kind of city, Sydney, Australia, that thrives on things like art and culture and innovation. Sydney's also known for its cultural calendar, and they have uh, just festivals throughout the year. The city is known to really know how to throw a celebration, and expats are welcome there into the world of music and arts and festivities. There's something for everyone there. On the other side, we have the business hub. It is a financial epicenter. Sydney's not just about the visuals and the festivals and the history, but it also boasts a very dynamic business hub. The central business district, also known as the CBD, hosts a multitude of multinational corporations from around the world. And then on the other side of the coin, it is a place known for startups. And so if you're seeking career growth or networking opportunities, whether you have a lot of experience or you're young and looking to start something up, uh, the C Sydney CBD, Central Business District, is something that will have a lot of appeal for you. It has a diverse job market. Sydney's economy offers um, opportunities spanning industries such as finance, technology, healthcare, and more. And so Economically, things look pretty good right now in Sydney. I say right now because you know as well as I do, things change in the world, nothing stays the same, but at least as of this recording, things look pretty good in Sydney, Australia. Next, we can talk about Melbourne. Mel Melbourne is also known as a cultural haven, and it's known for its arts and culture scene, and Melbourne consistently earns its place among the world's top livable cities thanks in no small part to its arts and cultural community. The city streets, like they say, are alive with street art, performances, galleries, theaters. Exploring Melbourne feels like walking through a live canvas, as one person put it. Also, it's also known for its neighborhood diversity. Each Melbourne neighborhood kind of has a unique backstory to it from the uh, bohemian type of vibes that you get in a place like uh, Fitzroy to more of a historic type of area of Carlton. There's a neighborhood there to suit just about every type of expat lifestyle. And so these diverse communities create an environment 
where different cultures blend together seamlessly. And again, I go back in my mind to the uh, New York of old before kind of all the cultures kind of blended together to create a, a new type of American culture. But okay, let's move on. Still, let's talk more about Melbourne because there's quite a bit of information here. Uh, they have an excellent education system. So it's not just a great place for adults, but if you have a uh, an entire expat family coming along with you, including children. The city is home to prestigious universities, top-tier schools, and so your children will get a world-class education there. And the emphasis on quality education ensures that you can have peace of mind if you're worried about what type of influences um, the education system is going to have on your on your kids. They do have what's called a global perspective According to one author, they were saying that Melbourne's educational institutions, um, they have a more of an international type of mindset, a global perspective, and the expat children that go there um, kind of grow up with a, a global citizen type of mindset first, as opposed to maybe just primary, primarily Australia first and then everybody else. So I don't know if that's good or not, but that's what I read, and that's what I wanted to share with you from people that are actually there, part of that system. Okay, let's move on. Brisbane. Brisbane is the state's uh, sunshine gem. It's known for having a subtropical climate. Also has a great job market, and if you're looking for a year-around outdoor lifestyle, then Brisbane's subtropical climate is going to be something that you'll particularly enjoy because with the sunshine, the mild winters, the city really does have an appeal to residents that like to be outdoors doing things year-round. There are beautiful parks, riverside walks, nearby beaches. Brisbane really does offer a the type of scenery that people that enjoy the outdoors will really appreciate. Also known as the Sunshine State, uh, Queensland, often referred to as the Sunshine State, uh, lives up to its name in Brisbane. A lot of expatriates are there, and they like the outdoors. They enjoy the sun, and so it's an ideal choice if you're seeking more of a laid-back, sun-filled kind of life. Maybe you're not into the street festivals or the art that much, and so if that's the case, Brisbane might be the best choice for you. There is a growing job market there. Industries thriving there include sectors like healthcare, construction, technology, and the city's lower cost of living compared to Sydney and Melbourne. Well, that's a significant advantage. If you're an expat on maybe a little bit of a tighter budget or you're looking to save money or invest maybe even in your future, prosperity-wise, the area's economy is still very robust and it's driven by industries such as mining, agriculture, and tourism. I always perk up when I see the word tourism being mentioned because I've spent most of my life in two tourist-heavy areas, locations. I grew up on the Jersey Shore, which was a huge tourist destination during the summertime. And then I've spent many years in the state of Florida, which again is another tourist destination during the wintertime. And there are pros and cons to tourist destinations. There's a reason why people like to go there. They are beautiful places. And you can see that with Brisbane having that subtropical type of weather year-round, which is also great in the wintertime. So 
And I believe that even in a bad economy, there will still be people that will go to these places, people that do have money. And I think that's why sometimes these places do well in spite of what's happening in other places around the world from an economic viewpoint. Now, finally, we can look at Perth. Perth is also known as the gateway to Western Australia. It's known for its natural beauty. Perth is the capital of Western Australia. If you're a nature enthusiast, you'll love it there. From the pristine beaches, the national parks, the rugged landscape, there's a lot of opportunities to spend your time doing the things that you love as an outdoor type of person, hiking, surfing, snorkeling, and even more. And I was just checking out some of the descriptions of Perth online and the number one thing everyone seems to mention is just the stunning natural beauty. The city is surrounded by picturesque beaches and you can enjoy the type of, I don't know if you're a beach person or not, but even if you're not a beach person, you will never forget it once you experience white sand and crystal clear waters. I, I love water. I'm not even a water person. I don't swim really well, but there's something about being near that type of location. I've been near it all my life, and to me, it's just incredible. White sand, crystal clear waters, and that's something that if you do enjoy being in the water, I enjoy being by the water. There's a difference, but just the visuals that go with it, there's only like a handful of places in the world that the average person can get that depending on what country that you're living in. And so the Mediterranean climate, those things go hand in hand. And one person put it this way, the city experiences approximately 3,200 hours of sunshine annually. So what that means is if you're an outdoor person and you enjoy more of a relaxed lifestyle, you'll probably really enjoy it there. And they say that it does also have a very vibrant city life. Even though it's one of the ro most remote cities in the world, Perth does have a very lively urban atmosphere. It has a very uh, strong food and cafe type of culture. And most people enjoy that with a wide range of international cuisines, trendy coffee spots, and the city also ho hosts things like festivals, concerts, and sporting events throughout the year. The job opportunities there are still a robust economy and sectors like mining, construction, and healthcare. The city is home to numerous mining companies, and those companies play a significant role in Australia's uh, resources industry. And also they say that the Western Australia's healthcare sector has been expanding and providing additional employment opportunities if you're in the area of being a healthcare professional. So that does it for the top cities. For expats looking to relocate to Australia, those are the top cities. We started, of course, with Sydney. Sydney will always be considered kind of like, I guess, the New York or the LA, however you want to look at it, of Australia. Then we talked about Melbourne a little bit, Brisbane, and then finally Perth. Now, if you are looking to make the move, one of the easiest ways to obtain a visa to uh, work in Australia as an expat, of course, would be to apply for a skilled worker visa or an employer-sponsored visa, depending on your qualifications and your job prospects. Most people go there on vacation, of course, like most destinations before making the decision to actually relocate there. They make some connections, maybe you spend several weeks or a few months there 
as a tourist and you begin to see firsthand for yourself what areas that you enjoy more than others, uh, what would be a better fit for you and your family. Of course, if you have children, then that factors even more things in. Now, people also ask about the cost of living in Australia. The cost of living varies cities, uh, vary city by city, just like any other place. But overall, big picture, Australia is considered to be moderately expensive. But people do say that the high wages often offset those expenses. People have also asked, are there still opportunities if you're an expat to move to a place like Australia and start a business? The answer to that question is yes. Australia has a very favorable business environment. And if you're an expat, you can most certainly explore entrepreneurship. There's a lot of options and visa programs designed to help you do that. How about the healthcare system in Australia if you're an expat? Australia is known for having a world-class healthcare system. And if you're an expat, you can access medical services through the public or private sector, depending on your preferences. That's, again, something everybody has to look into because everyone's situation is a little bit different. And, of course, finally, people concerned about their children and the education system. And Australia's education system is known for its quality and it is considered to be the kind of place where it's easy for a child to adapt into their system and even excel. So that's all I have for you today, talking about relocating to one of these big four cities in the country of Australia. I don't know if I would move there myself. I don't even know what my top destination would be. There's so many appealing places and I, I think that if I was going to do the expat journey, I would do it in with uh, maybe 12 to 24 months in mind as my test. I'm just talking about myself. I know some people just go there with for the foreseeable future in mind, whereas I'm more of a, a little more conservative, I guess. Maybe that's because I'm getting a little bit older. I don't know. But Australia does have a lot of attractive options available to it, regardless of your age. So now if you want to know more, if you want our help, we are here for you. You can reach out to us through our website, sdcinternationalshipping.com. You can take advantage of our live chat. We have a treasure trove of information available on our blog that we update weekly. So you can take advantage of that. So Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have, please go ahead and share the episode link with a friend. Tell them about the International Moving Podcast if you think they'll enjoy it. Enjoy the rest of your day, and I will see you in the next episode. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks for listening. Whether you're relocating within the country or moving to the other side of the world, we're here to help from start to finish. Connect with us today at 888 888- 779-3962 That's 888-779-3962